don't struggle on your own. Don't fall into a pit of self-pity. Just go out for a walk, think about what you want to do and believe that you have the power inside of you to do anything you really want to do. Because every person has that with deep within them. They just need to search for it and trust. They can change, can adapt, can come. If they can't overcome something specifically, then learn how to adapt to the circumstances and still have joy and peace in your heart. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. We are here with Elise Foree, who is a life coach. Her website is followelise.com. And we are here to talk about how you can have authority over spiritual influences, emotions, and finances. Elise is a co-author with Pat Masidi in the book, Pardon Me, I'm Prospering. So Elise, glad to be talking to you. Thank you, Robert. Pleasure. Yes, it is a pleasure. Can you tell us about what the problem is out there that people have and how do you help solve it? The main problem started with this whole lockdown process that really got me fired up. I found that it's wrong to lock people up, tell them what to do. So I thought I need to do something about that. And then I came across Pat Facetti's program and I thought, okay, God said to me, it's time for you to rise from obscurity. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. And I got this opportunity to do this book program. Great. So you are on the path to rising from obscurity. And what is the message that you have to say? Because when the problem with being obscure is that no one hears your message or your message is the same as everyone else. But when you are a person whose profile is on the way up, then you have something unique and interesting and attention getting to say. So what is it that you have to say about this whole anti-lockdown thing, psychological self-help that's different and stands out from others? It might not be completely unique, but I choose to live by every word that comes from God. And he will daily give me specific words or speak to me and then confirm it in the Bible with a specific verse that he gives me. And so I just go by that. And nobody tells me to do it. Great. And, and so, I believe... uh, sorry. Yeah, con continue, please. So, I believe once you start doing that, you can be led in the way that you should go. That will be prosperous for you and that could help other people. And I think that's what I want to do. I want to help other people to realize that they're not alone. There are people that's willing to help them and lead them in. Basically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. And I discovered through this whole program with Pat Mercedes that there's different ways that you can actually become your own provider. You don't need to be dependent on governments or employers. And there's many ways that you can make money from home, doing your own thing, even if you lock down. Great. And we don't have to go it alone. And we can also rely on the help of others and get that strength to be a leader and be decisive and take action and be confident and be motivated. And you're saying that this comes from the words that come to you and from the Bible and these lessons. So is there anything that you think the populace really needs to hear these days? Because you, you go through this process on a daily basis and you get this different advice, but 
where are people really hurting? What's the problem and what message do people need to hear? They need to hear that they never need to be alone. There's always help available. God has a plan for every person in the world. He has a destiny for each one. Everyone might be different. Everyone's destiny might be different, but there are ways to find out what your particular destiny is and how you can prosper spiritually and emotionally as well. Because I've seen people struggle with emotions during the last two years, especially and falling apart. And it really bothered me. To answer your question, I think you need someone to lead you through the way. To lead you in the way that you can go, to point you in the right direction, and to support you, like mentoring and coaching you through the process. And I think I can do that uh, in different ways. And so you mentioned this idea that your emotions can maybe work against you or can work for you. That if you're not in control, then they can really beat you down and make you fearful and bring in all this negativity. And I think the place where we all want to be is this position where our emotions bring us up, where we're excited about the future. We're looking forward to the growth and the prosperity and everything that comes from that. And so what do we need in order to tap into this? What sort of like advice or encouragement or next steps should we be thinking about in order to be on this kind of upward path? First of all, I think when you're in a negative situation, you hear something negative, step out of that situation, go for a walk, go into nature and find something that inspires you. Take control over those emotions so they don't control you and then get back to the, pro to the issue and say, okay, I know I can take this on board. And then you're knowing in your spirit, you actually can take authority over your emotions. And then you'll find ways. God will make ways for you to find how you can prosper emotionally and even financially. And that's exactly what happened. I was worried about this whole situation in the world where people were losing their jobs and they had to be injected to, to keep their jobs. And we weren't in this position. We were retired. We were traveling around the country, but we saw so many people in that situation. And I thought, no, there has to be different ways. And even when I was younger, I, I retired from, or I resigned from work and I've found ways to make money from home. And therefore it's now even much easier with internet and with all these wonderful programs that's on that Mercedes program and on many other people. So I can steer them in the right direction. And I'm personally working on a program of getting coached myself in financial, in the new crypto world. I was never interested in that. I thought it was just weird, but I was shown this program. I thought, wow, this is not actually a new financial product. It's actually a new, whole new financial system. And at my age, I need to get with it. I need to learn how to do this. So I think. I can help a lot of people my age and maybe older or younger to actually uh, so that you don't get locked in this new world that we're living in. I like that a lot. And it seems like from hearing about your thought process and your logic, that it seems like a lot of what motivates you 
is helping on other people. Like you mentioned about how with the lockdown, you are more fearful about the whole world's collapsing or like you're worried about other people's situation. And then even with this, with learning how to work from home, make money online, the crypto financial training, what seems to be a motivator for you is not just to improving your own situation, but also like the greater good, helping out other people to get to where they need to go. And so that, that's interesting to me in tapping into your own motivations in order to get yourself there. And you mentioned how important it is to take a break, take a walk, go back to nature, reset, change the channel, and then get back to where what you were doing. And it's always helpful to think about how you were able to get out of a situation, right? There's some of these things you mentioned of like some of the difficulties, but what helps is to think back to when you were really in panic mode, right? When you were really afraid, when you were not sure what to do next, and then you figured out a way out of it. So does any, do any stories come to mind uh, along those lines as far as when you really just felt, what do I do now? I'm stuck. I have no idea how to continue. And then you figured out a way out. So what do you have to share with us along those lines? It's interesting. When I received my little book and the bigger version of the book, I thought, I'm a bit disappointed. And I thought to myself, why am I feeling a bit bitter about this? And then uh, the strangest thing was God gave me this word. He said, read Revelation 10, 10. And I went to that and I, I read it and it says, I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. But as soon as it was in my, my belly, it was bitter. And I thought, wow. Why am I feeling so bitter there? And then God said to me, that's right. You should stop worrying about what you should say and do. And just trust me. Now go and read. The next one was Psalm 16 verse 6. And it says this. The lines are fallen in pleasant places. Yeah, I have a goodly heritage. And I thought, I was so inspired by that. It's specific words, the book, the little book and the lies. I thought, well, I really can help people and I don't need to worry what you say. I just need to listen to what they have to say and listen to what God has to say and help them through the process. And then God prepared this way for, for financial independence, really, that I can help people with as I go along learning about these things. And it was just wonderful for me. And even last night, I received this word, Psalm 2, verse 2 and 3 which is the most interesting one. Why are the nations in uproar, the peoples grumbling in vain? And then it says, the earth's kings are taking position and leaders conspire against God. And then the next line is, the people cry, let break their fetters, let's throw off their chains. I thought that's exactly how I felt. I had this idea that people are being put in fetters and chains and it's wrong. And that's why I felt I really needed to do something to get out of this situation and help others out of the situation. So I'm pretty pleased with those words. And I now believe that I can really help people get out of that position of being forced into situations you don't want to be in, lose your income, and then being so worried and so stressed about what you will do and how you'll feed your kids and all that sort of stuff. 
And now I know there's ways out and God has shown me some of those ways and I'll gladly share that with others. I really like that. And there's a lot to think about there just as far as trusting the process. And many times you have some really idealized version of what like the next step or the next goal will be. And it's easy to let yourself get disappointed just because all these other mixed emotions come at you. And so you have your, you operate as a life coach. And I'm interested in that because you think about the, the various like ways to solve your personal and financial problems, right? You might go to a business coach, they'll help with your business, but not your emotions. You might go to like a therapist and they'll listen to you, but they can't give you advice. And so how does you as a life coach and your services, all this, these mixed bags of advice, how does the service you provide differ from the other alternatives out there as far as getting help? I think, first of all, if you hand your emotions and your troubles over to God, you, he has your future in mind. He knows your future and he will give you the right direction in the right way. And once you start off there, then you can deal with all the other things that follow up. As you've seen with all these scriptures that I've been receiving as a confirmation of what he said to me personally, that's still small voice inside that gives you direction. I think I'm a holistic person. I don't like just focusing on one thing or the other. I like seeing things as a whole. And I believe we are whole people. We are triune beings, if you can say that. We, have, we are spirit. We live in a body and we have a soul. And that soul is your emotions and your will and your determination to to become something. And this, the spiritual authority is important because it puts you in a place where you can determine, is this just in motion or is this something that is wrong and needs to be fixed? And you need to learn how to take authority over yourself, over your emotions and your finances to enable you to move forward in life in any direction, whatever you're involved in. But particularly, I think it's giving picture, people a, 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 a holistic picture of who they are and what they can do. Well, and so what's coming to mind here as far as your answer there is just how important it is to sort out the thoughts. And you hear about things like the serenity prayer, for example, of there's the things you can change and the things you, that you can't change. And it's probably a matter of mo like 80, 90, 95% are things that just don't matter. They're just, there's just thoughts that are getting into your way. But then that little five to 20%, that is what there is to focus on. And if you let yourself get distracted and you stop everything, when every little problem or every little thought or worry comes your way, you won't get anything done. And so what I'm getting from you mentioning this is you need to sort those things out and categorize. Here's this big old list of things that. It's out of my control. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't matter. But then there are those things that, that do matter. And then from there, it's, it's a process of then figuring out, like, how does this a problem to be solved? Is this something that requires my attention? Do I need to focus on this, start on this? Or is it a matter of trust that, that spiritual authority and trust the master plan and, and know that it might not get solved or the answer will reveal itself. Maybe I'm taking this class and learning about cryptocurrency and it's all these new things. And I tell myself these things like I'm up in the, in my later years and I can't learn new things and it won't 
come to you all instantly, but it can come to you over time as long as you have patience and practice these things. And so you have you do this reading and you have these interesting aha moments. And in these last few minutes of our conversation, uh, do you have one other fun aha story to share with us where just like you, you really had a realization or you changed your mind, you changed some kind of action based on all this learning that you're doing. Anything come to mind as far as just a pivot or a sudden change in your behavior? Yes. <laughs> I have to say, as I had to postpone our meeting a few times, and I thought, I better stop doing this because the longer I wait, the more I'm going to pro procrastinate. Like, I just can't do it. <laughs> so I decided, well, just book it in, do it, and trust that God said he will help you. And it, then just do it. And I feel the same way about the whole program and the whole future of how I can help people just, as you say, work through that fuzz and then say, wow, I can be at peace now. Just go with your inner peace or your gut, as a lot of people will say. Go with your gut and just trust in the process. As you said, it's not just all one of the other, but yes, I do have some good points where I'll work through. Right. I get pretty organized when I get writing things down. So when I talk to people, I'll get them to do the same thing. Just tell me what is it you need? What is your problem? And then we'll start with where the actual problem, the biggest problem is start with that, work through the process until we get to the end and then I'll see if I can help you or whether I can point you to someone else that might be better equipped to do that particular thing for you. And so the, I had a, as a child, that was my greatest love in a way. I was walking with my friend and suddenly I just saw a car about two, 300 meters away. And I thought, I said to my friend, when we get to that car, you must be careful. Go listen to that naked man in that car. See, it didn't work. Sorry, never mind. And as soon as we got there, this naked man in the car tried to lure us into the car. And I actually said to her, just chuck those hot chips on him that we just bought. And she did exactly that. She chucked it on this man's lap. And obviously he was flabbergasted. And we just ran into the park. I mean, I said to her, you know what? He won't run after us in the park because he's naked. She said, yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's go. So that was an interesting thing to me. And, and then I realized, well, God actually speaks to me because I couldn't have known it by myself. So then I started paying more attention to the spiritual things and the, that little voice inside of you that tells you, be aware, be careful, whatever the case may be. So yes, that's where it all started for me. And I realized, wow, even if I say these things, it actually I started paying a lot of attention to my spiritual development and trusting in the word of God. And I like getting the confirmation from him, not just, okay, I think I heard this thing, but getting it on paper as well. And then even this morning, two of my friends from different places sent me a beautiful message, just saying, uh, make sure you are blessed today. You'll be blessed today. And I said, oh, thank you. I don't even know that I'm doing this today. So I'm really happy that I, could work with people personally, specifically, personally, and look at their own personal issues and then take it from there. 
That's great. And so you're mentioning this idea of being self-aware and observing, but also trusting. And it's easy to think that those two things are mutually exclusive, but there, there are many people out there who who don't pay attention. And so that's great that that you pay attention there. And you're kind of I'm even thinking about you're offhandedly mentioning just a few really basic, but easy to apply just techniques for problem solving. You mentioned this idea of if there's something that you notice and you're aware that you keep on delaying and not doing, just do it. So many of your problems can just be solved by jumping into the cold lake. Just do it and trust that it will work out. You've also mentioned this, this idea of just writing things down. That's an easy thing to forget, right? If you're stressed, overwhelmed, not sure what to do, just write a few things down and then begin to organize or categorize some of these problems that you have and maybe sort them by at the bottom of the list or all those things that don't really matter, but at the top of the list, maybe that's something that I should focus on first. And you're also mentioning these ideas of how it can help to just get a second opinion, get the guidance of someone else who can help you on your way. That way you have two minds working on the problem instead of just one. And so if someone out there is looking for you specifically, if they're looking for your help, your services, your guidance, your coaching, what is the next step for them to find your website and contact you? And what would they get from you? Excellent. My, my contact detail is followelise.com. And I can actually show it to you a bit clearer. And see that? Okay. Can you hold it up a little higher some? There we go. Now we see the address. Followelise.com. Fantastic. Excellent. And then my email address is B for Bert, F, M for Mary, dot for E, my surname, F-O-U-R-I-E, dot com. Email.com, sorry. And that way I can have a 15-minute talk to someone and ask them a few questions because I believe questions are the answers and then take it from there. See if I can help them or if I can steer them in the direction of someone else who might be better able to help them particularly. Awesome. And that makes it accessible and very low on the scary scale, right? Because some of these problems that we might be facing, emotional, spiritual, familial, financial, whatever it is, it might just seem hopeless. It might seem unconquerable, but taking that first step and speaking to someone such as yourself and even just wording the questions is something that can get a person on the, the path to recovery, to the solution, to just finding some inner peace and getting some of these problems solved. So followelise.com is the place to go. And as we are winding down our conversation here, Elise, do you have any final parting words of advice? Anything that maybe you wish you'd heard 15 years ago or that you, you want to really tell us to hammer home this entire conversation? Anything deep and profound and meaningful to share with us? Many things come to mind, but I think most importantly is don't struggle on your own. Don't fall into the pit of self-pity, one of those things that keep people from reaching their full destiny. Or, as I said before, just go out for a walk, think about what you want to do, and believe that you have the power inside of you to do anything you really want to do. 
because you do it. Every person has that with deep within them. They just need to search for it and trust that they can change, that they can adapt, that they can come. And then if they can't overcome something specifically, then learn how to adapt to the circumstances and still have joy and peace in your heart. <laughs>